Welcome back to Don't Worry About It. It's only your future. I'm Joe Calendo, your host. All right. Well, hey, today I'm excited about today's show. I know you are too. We're going to talk about factors for students and families to consider when choosing a college. And so this should be very informative, very educational, and very humorous. Um, so we're going to try to make it fun for you. So basically, I'm just going to, it's going to be a short show, and it's basically just cost. So uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Good night. <laughs> hey, good night, everybody. Um, no, we'll start with uh, location and why location is, you know, usually in the top five when we talk about um, things to consider, factors to consider for students and families. Location is a big part of that. We know from working with yep. students so many years that there's a tendency for them to you know, stay in their backyard, so to speak. Yeah, they want to stay close to lots of times to mom and dad and what is familiar to them. But, you know, I've I've noticed a difference, Joe. When we were young, many moons ago. Many moons ago. um, It seemed like students went out more. They went away from home. And now, especially I think maybe since COVID, you know, they... um, No, that's a great point. I mean, back, back in the day when we were looking at schools, right? We couldn't wait to get the heck yeah. out. <laughs> I'm getting, I know. I, we are counting down the days. I'm moving. Oh my I'm, gosh, I couldn't it. wait. My par- I'm, yeah, I'm taking off. My parents threatened to charge me rent, or um, that's why I went to college because <laughs> I'm like I'm not paying you. Yeah, we didn't have a choice. <laughs> you're not living here till you're 40, there, kid. You're moving out. All right. Um, so yeah, location's a big part of it, and so we, as counselors through the years, have always tried to um, encourage students and families to keep an open mind when they're looking at different regions of the country that they want to go to school at. And, you know, it, it really depends on each person and, and each family, what, what's important for them. But, uh, you know, I've worked in the Midwest for years. And so I'm always, you know, educating students and families on how many different colleges and universities are in the Midwest compared to our lovely state here in Arizona. Um, we got some great schools here in the state of Arizona. But only three state schools. But only three state schools. So it's just getting students to step out of their comfort zone, open up their opportunities to different locations, because um, they may find a perfect fit in another another school in, say, the Midwest or the, you know, the Southeast or Northeast. And so um, it's really important to remember, too, that students can go out of state to college and still have the balance of being close to family. For example, if they, you know, we're in Arizona, you know, if they went to schools in California or Utah, right? It's right. not too far away where they're they're living on their home. own. Yeah, they I mean you can go visit um family on the weekends, you know, do their laundry or whatever. I mean, so it's a always try to look at um, you know, the balance of for students to be independent it's their time. It's it's a crucial time in their life to grow and gain confidence and develop. And how do we grow, Joe? Through easy things? No, we grow through adversity. Adversity. That's right. And uncomfortable, right? Yeah. yeah. And I even tell students, and you know, I don't. We were actually talking to a group of students in our school yesterday about this. And did you see their eyes sort of get big when I said? I want you, you know, we're talking to juniors and they're 16 years old and they're like, I don't want to leave mom and dad. That's terrifying. But I said, okay, let's think for a second. You're going to be in college when you're 18, 19, 20, 21, maybe 22, maybe 23. Mm -hmm. You're going to be an entirely 
entirely different person. So we have to challenge you to dream a little bit bigger, reach farther when you're younger, because you're not going to be that 16 year old most of the time you're there. You know, and you're there. Yeah, that's a great point. And two, being comfortable with the uncomfortable, right? And so right. we know that development really happens um, when uh, true development really happens in a person's life when they um, go through hardships and gain the confidence that they can do things on their own and be an independent. Because they can do hard things. They can do hard things. So location is a big thing. And, uh, you know, it's a really important to just keep your keep an open mind to all the different colleges and universities throughout the United States. There's a lot of, a lot of good schools out there. And, uh, so, we, Joe, I thought we'd do something fun. Sure. I, I'm going to throw this at you because we didn't talk about this. But as we go through these, I'm going to have you choose some of these things. And at the end, we're going to see what college you would choose today. Okay. So what is your location? What would you set, do you think? Um, I would probably say I'm going to open my, I'm going to be true to my word, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open it up uh, to the Midwest. Midwest. I'm going to say West. Okay. I'm going to say Northeast southeast so you're that's a lot of the country i would say can, way, i would i would, I would say can, i would say canada but right now canada is going through <laughs> so you're only missing the mid-atlantic it looks like <laughs> canada's going through a okay. rough time right now so joe you are dreaming big i'm dreaming big okay. i'm rolling the dice i'm mr vegas so pretty much joe will go anywhere right okay well with the exception of a few states okay Okay. Should we? Keep, should we? Yeah. We don't want to say that. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Want. Okay. Um, okay. So, <laughs> so campus surroundings. So location, regions of the country. Another factor to consider is campus surroundings. And what we mean by that is, you know, do you want to be at a school with a, you know, in the city, in a large city, small city? Do you want to be in the school in a suburb near a large city? In the burbs. The burbs. You want to be in the sticks a little bit. You want to be out in the country. Yeah. I mean, my daughter actually went to a college and it was like right next to 300 million acres of cornfields. <laughs> How'd she like it? Did she? she loved it. She loved it. Yeah. Not a lot of pressure there. Yeah. <laughs> Less stress. So, I mean, the stress level we talked to the students yeah. about too, is that when you choose a surrounding, a campus surrounding, you're choosing a lifestyle, right? That's I mean, a really good point. You're choosing a lifestyle. So for example, I, I like I mentioned in my other, our other show, the, the, I went to broadcasting school right out of high school in downtown Chicago. Uh -huh. And, you know, it was very different. It was very, to, very uh, different. And so getting familiar and, and knowing what the community's like, yeah. where you're going to school, especially in today's society, unfortunately, we have to focus on things that we probably weren't issues 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. And there's more opportunity, but more stress, right? More stress. So campus surroundings is a big one. Um, so, Joe, what are you going to choose? Like, you're a college student now. What would you choose? I would choose the country. Country. I would. Okay. And that's because I just, uh, I love, I just love the, the country. Okay. We're going to go country with Joe. I'm all country, baby. Starting to narrow it down a tiny bit. All right. So, academics is the, the number next. Number one. Yep. Number one should be academics. And I'll let you lead this one, Michelle. So um, when I work with students, we, uh, we talk about all the fun things, they, and we're going to get to those, right? The fun housing, the student life, and all kinds of things. But um, believe it or not, um, I've had students that go through all this, and they pick everything that's important to them, and they don't 
even choose a college that has their major. Hey, I, I forgot to ask this. <laughs> yeah. Do they have business? It's so funny. And I'm like, are you applying there? What are you majoring in? And I have to look at them and say, I don't think they have that major. So, <laughs> so you know, out there, just one of the most important, the important thing is yeah. that um, they have your major. And I know a lot of students, right, don't know what they want to do. Mm-hmm. So I always say to students, err on the larger side then. Go to a, maybe a bigger school that has lots of majors. A lot of you, options. Yeah, and you can try a few things, and then you don't have to transfer necessarily college when you choose your major. Yeah, that's a great point. And when you are choosing a major, it's also important to to look at, you know, is this particular major that you're interested in, is it is it nationally ranked? Is it known as right. one of their strongest programs on campus? And those things are really important to um, to look at when you're choosing a major, because that does make a difference in your training and um, you know your career readiness coming out of school. Right, and you know you're going to go to a college that is accredited, regional yeah. accreditation, right? Right. But one thing that um, hopefully, are... <laughs> <laughs> right? Can... I mean, come on. Yeah, we'll start a college. Well, you know what? We'll we, we we laugh about it, but yeah. you know, in reality, we. You know, we were talking to the students the other day, and they were their eyes kind of widened yeah, a little bit right. and said, "Yeah, okay, well." And they were asking questions about the accreditation process. Right, and you know, um, some programs you need to check to be sure they have accreditation for their specific majors. For example, if you're going into engineering, you want to make sure they're ABET accredited and dietitian. And there's different programs that they also should carry accreditation in that specific program. So. Right, right. And so that does make a difference in your training and your readiness, a huge difference if you're qualified. So the accreditation process is really, really important to look at, along with the ranking of the academic programs that students are looking into is really, really important to look at, too. So, um, so academics, really, really important. What happens, what, you know, you mentioned too a little bit, and we'll, if, if a student is undecided in what you said before, it's, it's always good to, it's always good to, um, you know, go to uh, a bigger university because they have more majors, right? And so is there anything else, Michelle, that you would like to kind of say in regards to any to- guidance to students who are like undecided? Oh, undecided. Um, you know, a lot of times what we do is it really, we go back to that career cho- choice and some more exploration with their career and maybe some assessments, talking to your guidance counselor, doing a career interview, doing those things to try to at least narrow it down a little bit. But one of the, one of the things I love to do with students is that don't have any idea what they want to do is I say, okay, I have everybody stand up. I'm like, everybody stand up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who in here knows they don't want to be an engineer and those students are down and who knows they don't want to be a teacher and so forth and what's funny is you start to eliminate um you know almost all the majors except for one or two colleges within that university right so students at least know hey you know what i'm going to fall probably somewhere in the business administration you know business college or i'm going to fall in education or i'm going to fall in engineering and so if we can even just get students narrowed down to a specific college within that university, then that's awesome. Yeah, and another thing too is I think it's a good um, guiding principle to suggest to students and families if you're undecided, there's nothing wrong with going to a community college that's for right. a couple of years. Right. Take your gen eds, 
earn your associates, then transfer to the four-year, buys yourself some time to do a little bit more self-discovery in career occupations that you're interested in. And that's just a wise financial practice to to really follow. But that's not always the fun choice for students. No, it's not. And when you say that, they go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They went to college. What's the thrill of saying I'm going to? But, you know, it it is a very smart, practical decision for a lot of families, too. So, all right. So... um, Another thing we haven't really talked about when we talked about academic majors, and this is really key, is internship opportunities. That's that's probably my top three factors that I would suggest for students and families to really look at when they visit schools or research schools. Ask them about internship opportunities that, that they offer, which companies with organizations that they're partnering with for their students for their particular internships. So I'll give you an example. Uh, One of the schools in Missouri, Lindenwood University, small private Christian school, um, one of their strongest academic programs is athletic training. And so their uh, athletic training students do their internships with the St. Louis Cardinals baseball team and the hockey team, the St. Louis Blues. Isn't that cool? It is. And it's, you know, that you get a you get a leg up in your career training and the networking is really important in today's schools. When you're looking at schools, the internship opportunities is probably the biggest question besides cost, right? That I would ask yeah, schools. And, you know, it's I wanna make a distinction here between internships and co ops because there is um, co ops um, when it, if a college says they're a co-op college, they're structured that every student in that college or that major actually is required to, they go to school for a couple of semesters, then they work for a semester or so. Then they go back to school and then they work and they go back and forth. And those are co-op colleges. And um, some of them, I know um, Bucknell University is one of them, mm-hmm. um, and Bentley University, and I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. I'm really on the B's, aren't I? George Washington is on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of my favorite schools, because I'm a Pittsburgh girl. Go Steelers. Yeah. Go Steelers. Terrible towel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carnegie Mellon. is Carnegie one of, Mellon. Yeah, one of the best schools in the country. Very good school. Underrated, a, I think, too. Yeah, and Clemson. So those are co-op schools, and it's different. Internships, what... Joe's talking about is students actually seek those out. Employers come on campus, they'll have a career fair, students take their resume, and based on that, they get interviews and they can go during the summer or so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, my son actually um, did that too. So he actually, after sophomore year, went up for the summer to Northern California and worked for Valero. And then the next summer, he went to uh, Texas, Houston, and worked for Exxon, and that turned into a year. So he graduated a year late, but it was worth that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that looks great on a resume. All right. Well, um, next factor con- to consider would be the admissions process, right? Oh, this is, we could talk, we could, you know, someday is, we're going to have to talk a whole show about admissions. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, we may want to just kind of do you want, I mean, high level view, right? High level view. Maybe, oh. um, maybe we'll talk about acceptance. Yeah. Like, how hard is it to get? Yeah. In? I mean, we talk about reach schools, we talk about, you know, really looking at, the percentage of students that they accept every year is something to really consider when you're looking at that acceptance rate. Um, obviously, if it's less than 25% acceptance rate, you're really you're really talking about the Ivy League schools at that point. So it's always Maybe good. What are some Ivy League schools, Joe? Yeah. 
What are some? What are names some? Oh, we got Yale, right? We got Stanford. Harvard. Harvard. <laughs> I don't think I can. Boston say it. Mass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we you know we got some. Uh, we got some a lot of Ivy League schools. Out and there. you know, what I like to say is too. There's what uh, we call public Ivies. Public and Ivies. Talk be, about it. They can be almost as hard to get into as the Ivies. We got an Ivy League school in our own backyard. A lot of people don't even know about. University of Arizona is on some. Um, yeah, bear South- down, bear down, the big bear. The Ivy of the Southwest. Yep, um, their medical program is outstanding. University of Georgia. University would, of Georgia. University of Florida. Florida. I would consider them. Yeah. Yep. And you know Berkeley, of course. Yeah, missions is huge. I mean, it's it's a whole nother show, right? Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. I know. I keep. I go off. It's a lot of pressure. Don't I? You, have to, you have to like lasso me in and pull me back. Yeah, yeah. That's enough. So, Joe, for you, what is your choice? Like, do you want? Well, to I'm only going to apply to schools that accept everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to risk. No, no, with my high school G, with my high school GPA, come on. Joe doesn't want to risk rejection. <laughs> you want me to be a realist? There? Um, yeah. No, I, I. That's a whole other show. Yep. All right. We're moving on. Student life. What do we mean by student life? We mean like what organizations and clubs does the school offer, right? Fraternities. We've already talked about internship, um, ROTC programs, student life, sorority. Fraternities. Uh, Yeah. I mean, the whole nine yards. So student life. And I think the only way to really kind of get a clear picture for prospective students and families is to go visit. visit. Visit the college, visit the university, Talk to students about the student life because the students, most of the students, we hope won't lie to you. Yeah. And, and just, it's a simple question. Sit down to somebody. I know it takes a lot of courage. Once again, being comfortable with the uncomfortable and say, hey, t- t- can you tell me what do you really like about this college? What are you involved in? You what, do you, what are you involved do in? Do something? Or do they say, oh, I'm pretty much stay in my dorm room and play video games or something, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, the caribou coffee is fantastic caribou. <laughs> But that's that's my highlight every day. The caribou. Um, but you know, life is housing too. Like what kind of housing they have? Yep. Let's talk about housing. Uh, I mean, nowadays it's it's like a palace, and so when we talk yeah. about how important it is to graduate college within four years, that's not always the case. Yeah. Now, students they get so comfortable because they have the food courts. Uh, the housing. The housing is. You know, I'm not saying this is for all schools, but. The housing oh, they've is stepped th- it up, haven't they? They've stepped it up, and uh, you know, but you really need once again to go visit the housing, check out what it's going to be like to live in that, um, you know, facility for four years or for at least the first year and possibly the next year, your sophomore year, depending on the rule of the school, because most colleges and universities will require the incoming freshmen to live on campus. Yeah, and I think that's great because they really get immersed in that college, make friends and so forth. I think we make it too easy. They don't want to leave, right? I'll tell you what, those dorms, some of those living, and it's better than my first apartment. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. And and so a lot of times if a a student's going away to college by themselves, right, Mm -hmm. not with a group of friends, well, one of the big questions in relation to ask the housing director at that school is how do you go about grouping roommates together that are complete strangers and a lot of schools it's really kind of a threefold process um a lot of schools will uh, group incoming freshmen according to their academic major for example if you're a biology major and you're coming in as a freshman all the biology majors will be on one wing of the housing if you're a student athlete right the coaches are pretty proactive they're going to group you uh with uh a teammate 
in their their group together. Honor students. Honor that's students. That's nothing. We we have to talk. Of, that's another show about honors colleges, but that's part yeah. Of what mission too, right? Do they have an honors college and all that? Yeah, and, and what the what the pros are for being an honors. Oh, Joe, student. no, I'm going to go backwards. I keep doing this to you, so let's go backwards to um, academics. Are you making couple. it hard on me? Yeah. So one thing I did want to mention is when you're looking at academics um, and admission, I guess it goes together. Mm -hmm. um, you can, different majors have different requirements. A lot of students are very surprised by that. Like you might be admissible to the student, but your specific major, especially if it's in one, a competitive major like nursing or STEM field. Great point. Your GPA and maybe test scores have to be higher. You have to have more science. You have to have a, a higher level math and so forth. So students are always surprised by that when we tell them. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you brought that point up, Michelle, because for example, um, the University of Illinois has their engineering program is ranked in the top 10. And, you know, just because a student meets the general admission requirements right. doesn't necessarily mean that they're in, accepted into the engineering program. And they looked at, I remember they were looking at at least the 32 on the math wow. and the science to on get accepted on the ACT and folks, to get accepted. That's out of 36. That's out of 36. And, uh, you know, it's competitive. Wow. It's really competitive. So, but I'm glad you brought that up. That's a great point. Okay, so now we're jumping back to student life. Ah, student life. But yeah, no, just kind of before we move on to the next factor, student life, once again, college visits are, are a huge part of really kind of having a clear okay. picture of student life. Little Joe, you're a, you're a senior. What is important to you for student life? Um, I, you know what? I mean, it's so hard for me, I would say. I would say for me it would be, I, you know, it's hard to, project as an 18 year old going that far back but i would say um the opportunity to build relationship with my professors you know going okay. going into a school where it was small class sizes going to public Maybe mentorship program mentorship program support programs would be my top okay. priorities for sure mine and then, would be all about the fun I, back yeah. yeah oh yeah i know but but you know but the thing is is like if you're going to ask me now looking back but i would say and then the internship opportunities yeah you know but we didn't have the guidance nope so we were going into things blindly diversity <laughs> diversity i mean if that's important to you right you yeah. you definitely um can get that information and um, you know, I, I worked with some international students in the past and they were in our school and they didn't have, um, a lot of students from, of their nationality. And they came and said, I really want to find a you know, a college that has a more balance. And we were able to dig into that and come up with a list for them. Yeah. Most schools are pretty, uh, forthcoming with providing, you know, the percentages yeah. of students according to their culturally diverse background. So yeah, you know, I mean, it's, uh. So you also said what was important to me. So if I was a single man, I would be looking at uh, <laughs> know, the, the, ratio. the ratio. <laughs> Ten to one, I'm going. Yeah. It's so funny. I had a student recently come in and um, wanted to apply to a college, and he was very excited about it until I told him it was just for women. And he's like, I didn't know that. So he was going to actually submit an application for that. Yeah, I remember uh, researching like Winona State University in Minnesota where it was 10 girls to one guy. Oh, that's like, a, oh, that could be a dream come true. Winona State, <laughs> walking around campus with a neck brace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, institution characteristics. What do we mean by that? What type of institution? Oh, there's so much in here. Two year to four year, public versus private, um, student success. That's huge. 
graduation rate, right? What's the graduation rate? What is the retention rate? Because yep. if the retention rate is high, that's a great sign. If it's low, run away. There's something wrong. I mean, um, but a lot of times students don't even think about that. Because right. they're just thinking about getting in. They're not getting thinking, in transition. They have to graduate, right? I actually want to graduate and move on. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly it. Retention rate, average class size, um, student body size. Yeah, an average class size is really tricky because they'll, you'll see all these large universities that say it's 20 to 1 or 22 to 1 or 18 to 1. But um, you're still going to be in large classes because they sort of play, play with those numbers a little bit, right? And we didn't talk about who's teaching the classes. Right. Is, you know, is, is it the professors? Or is it grad assistants? I know you want right. to talk about that. A grad assistant that is one year older than you, <laughs> right? They just had the class the year before. Yeah, I thought I saw your registration. Yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden, your professor is now the guy that lived next to you last year. Yeah, and so. we know uh, at big public universities, professors spend a lot of time researching, not necessarily right. teaching. Right, Can you talk a little bit about that, Michelle? Yeah, so our big universities... Um, their emphasis can be on their research because that's how they're bringing their grants in. That's how they're bringing their money and that's how they get, you know, recognition. So mm -hmm. they may, you know, maybe a liberal arts college is right. more geared towards actually teaching the student. I know it seems like every college, their number one priority is teaching. Um, and I'm not saying these professors don't care. They do. They want to teach these students and they want students in their programs. But um, it just, are they spread thin? Mm -hmm. are, are, is their teaching assignments, is that like secondary to everything else? Right. One of my friends that I coached uh, baseball with years ago, um, he's a uh, professor at the University of Illinois, history professor. And he, he validated everything you just said. He spends really? most of his time, at, you know, 75% of his time researching. Yeah. And, uh, and they're under pressure, I think, to do that. So. Yeah. So that's another factor to consider when you're looking at schools is actually who is teaching the courses that you're going to be studying. Really, really important because if it's important for you to develop relationships with professors and, uh, you know, you need to know that going in. All right. Probably the most important. Size. No. <laughs> oh, size. Okay. Yeah, I was going to go to cost next, of course. Size but is always the most si important. Yeah, isn't I'm it? sorry. I looked over size. Yeah. Yep. Size is important. And so, no um, matter what they tell you. Yeah. No matter what they tell you. So, when we say very large university, we're talking over 20,000 students. A large university would be anywhere from 13 to 20. And these numbers may be a little bit outdated. Yeah, we're just, and we're we're just, just kind of giving you some, yeah, ballpark. Uh, ranges here mid-size anywhere between 7,000 to 13,000 medium size would be 4,000 to 7,000 small school would be 2,000 to 4,000 and then very small is less than 2,000 yeah and believe it or not there's a lot of colleges out there that have um very small populations like 250 for the entire college or so so keep that in mind that, yeah, they're actual colleges. but The graduation um, ceremony takes about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? You don't want to sit there for hours. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, no. So that's really important to know what type of, what size school that you want to wanna be at because. Uh, and I went to Penn State, so it was huge and I loved it. But yeah. the other students could feel lost there. Yeah. Overwhelmed. All right. Cost. Oh, cost. And uh, we did a show a whole uh, about cost a little bit, right? We, we did. We went over this a little bit. That was bit. our first show. Is college worth 
is college worth the cost? And so what is that term that we always recommend students to understand? Total cost of attendance per year. Per year. That means tuition, room, board, fees, fees books, computer fees. computer fees, any kind of fees. And one thing that when we talk about board, that means meal plans in each school. Most schools have different levels or different meal plans that students right. can pay for, sign up for. So total cost of attendance is really, really um, important to, to know when you're looking at schools. And most colleges do a really good job of kind of spelling that oh, out they for do. you. Every college has it they, completely transparent. Pr completely transparent. It's changed, though. Yeah, and if you can't find it, all you have to <laughs> do Because it wasn't always yeah, the case. No. <laughs> if you can't find it, just the word, like Miss, what Kalenda said. Yeah. Uh, Joe Kalenda, Mr. Kalenda. <laughs> I think I'm working with my students Just don't right call now. me hey you Mr. like my, my dad used to. Hey, yeah. you get over here. Cost of attendance. That's the only, that's the key words right there. Yep. And I remember my first year and uh, getting hit with a fee from the tech department for like a thousand dollars. I was like, "What? Where's this coming from?" And so that's why we're so adamant about telling students to be on the lookout for total cost of attendance. And it's great because when they turn, um, when they get to be a senior and they fill out the FAFSA, they'll get their award letters from the different schools that they applied to, and they can kind of compare and contrast you know, who has the best financial aid package for them. And, you know, forward. every college, I think by law, has to have an estimated cost of attendance calculator. Yep. So it actually takes you, each one has it, and you can actually enter in your academics, your scores, your GPA, and different, a few. It's not, you know, rocket, it's not completely specific, right. but it will produce for your specific student what you can expect it to cost. Yeah, I remember when that first started happening, yeah. when they started putting the total cost of attendance, not, it wasn't law at that point. But a few schools were doing it. The calculator. And yeah. the calculator and all the other schools caught on. Yeah. And, and now so they all do it. now they all do it. And so just remember total cost of attendance, return on your investment, right? That is a big one. Return on your investment, right? So those are things to really, really to ask. And Joe, schools. we have to go back because I don't think you picked. Like, do you want a large school? Oh, pressure. I think if you said you wanted small, because you had said you wanted smaller class size, so you're probably looking smaller. I'm right? looking smaller. I'm looking for a class size of five. <laughs> I don't know. That's too much pressure. If you're not, a, you know, if hey, you're not the top two, you're in the bottom three. <laughs> if you knew the kind of math student I was. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for a class size about a one, a little one-on-one. -on -one. But just think, if you graduate fifth, you can tell people, I graduated fifth in my class. I graduate. Yeah, I graduated with honors. I mean, so, but I had to work really hard at it, so... Um, but no, I, you're right though, Michelle, it, that, that small school for me was a, very appealing. I went to public schools my whole life. And so, you know, anybody who's gone to a big public high school can relate to this. It's like, you feel lost. You feel like just a number. Yeah. That was know? me. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of love. A lot of love. All right. Athletics. Is athletics important? You no. know, for some people, what's really funny is, <laughs> so, like, I was talking to a student ye yesterday, actually, a lot, and we were, she was saying, I have to go to a um, college that has football. It's, football is so important to me. It has to have a football team. So that, and you know what, that's not necessarily horrible, because there's a lot that goes around the football team, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's the culture, it's the, you know, tailgating, it's the whole, you know, climate of the mm -hmm. college. It gets very exciting. Yeah, she wants to be a part of that whole atmosphere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for student athletes, athletics is probably in their top three. Yes. And so what we suggest when you're looking at colleges and universities as an athlete, as a student athlete, 
that relationship with the coach is probably the number one factor for yeah. a lot of student athletes. Scholarships. Are they going to get play time? Are they, yeah, athletic scholarships. Are they going to come in and contribute right away as an incoming freshman? Um, does, does the school stack academic on top of athletic, right? Right. And so the, those are things to really, really consider for a lot of student athletes. So um, real, real big. And the last factor is resources. And what we mean by that, what type, and we kind of talked about this a little bit already about one of the things that would be really important for me would be a mentoring program. Tutoring for math. Tutoring for math, uh, career counseling, job placement programs, um, any, you know, a number of different things. So one thing I wanted to mention here, because more, it is so different than when we went to school. Um, There's so many students with learning differences and different needs. And these colleges um, have stepped up and they provide those services. And that is, I would say yeah. if your student is a you know has is an exceptional student has a difference in learning, definitely talk to their resource center or their learning um, resource center because that could make a, a huge difference in your student's life. Absolutely, that could be success, the yeah. that that could be what finally um, sways a student or a family to a particular school. Yeah, University of Arizona has one of the award-winning programs it's called Salt Center, and it's a complete. Um, it surrounds that student, right? It, and they are, they walk with that student in so many different ways, supporting that student from the beginning to end. And I wanted to, you know, just mention that because yeah, no, that's some, great. some are better, you know, some have more than others. Mm-hmm. And that makes a big difference in setting them up for success. Yeah. Well, that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> we hope that you got well, a lot. Well, we can't stop, Joe. I'm going to interrupt you there because we, okay. have to, we have to now say. Oh, I what, thought I pulled that one over. Oh, no, yeah. He, you see how quick he was trying to get off here. <laughs> we have to like come up with a college for him now based on his characteristics. So we're going we're gonna to look at some of these. We're going to. Okay. Um, we're gonna, I don't know, but if I filled it out accurately or not. But Yeah, we I, were filling out a little thing here for him. And, I, I will tell you what school. I'll just give a plug to my alma mater. How's yeah. that? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, do it. Judson University, <laughs> Elgin, Illinois, small school, private, private school. I awesome. think I think Oklahoma Christian could be one. Oklahoma Christian. Yeah. But of course, I'd be worried about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you don't have a basement? Yeah. So um, that, those would probably be two good ones for you. Maybe All right. Start looking at. Well, hey, we we had fun today, and we hope you learned a thing or two, and we're really excited about uh, providing more shows for you and uh, have a great week. And uh, I know we're going to be, obviously, we're available. We're, we're also on social media, so make sure you give us a like on that at uh, D-W-B-O-U-T-I-T podcast. D-W-B-O-U-T-I-T podcast. That's Don't Worry, D-W, About It podcast and make sure you go and see us uh make sure you go like us and share us because um you know joe i know you're we we have to get going because we have an event tonight but one thing i want to say is all these things we talked about we're going to have shows that really dig into it because there's so much more to consider so that's right so check us out and uh stay with us and um we can't wait to see you maybe on the road someday all right we'll see ya